Hi, Erin. How are you? I'm good, Alex. How are you? I'm good. So great to see you. Um, yeah, you too. I guess I'm interested in your reflection now. You've been at Spotify. It's coming out for a year, right? Yeah, nearly nine months exactly because it was the 15th of um, February. So, yeah, I, I have some reflections and some things to, to ponder and to tell you about. So just give me your general reflections then. Spotify, I would say I was going over to Spotify expecting things that I had seen and it was expecting things exactly like Invato, which is a company that has already been agile for a long time, but that doesn't mean you don't need coaches. It just means that you work in a different way and you're actually up against people who sometimes think they, they know the best way. And at Spotify, it's a little bit like that. They're like, well, I work at Spotify. I know how to, how to do all the things. Um, and yeah, you're needed just as much. Like it's, it's never ending. I think one of the reasons why I still believe coaching is really valuable at Spotify is because of the hyperscaling that's been going on from when the Spotify model, inverted commas, um, came about. That was what, 2014 was the videos, was it? Spotify was maybe 500 people. We're now over 4,000 and it's a huge, a huge amount of that is like R&D and, and it's having, having that kind of scale just means that you need coaches more than ever. Um, and so my reflections on moving over in terms of work were it's ex kind of exactly what I was expecting but maybe the technical practices aren't as good as what they had, what I've seen previously. So really good XP practices. I think Vato was very much um, very good at XP practices. So I think I just have really high expectations of um, software development teams. Some of them are really good, others not as good, you know. So it's it's what I expected. I think some uh, there were some unexpected things in terms of this underlying it feels like an underlying sort of movement of coaches aren't valuable. And I'm not sure if that's across the board. I know an, another couple, I know some other coaches that started at the same time as me or around the same time. And I think one of them probably felt that as well. And maybe not so much another one, but it really depends on where you are. Every single mission is like a company in itself, more or less, like the way that you work, how mature your practices are, really comes down to the coaches in that area and how you have been working. So I I, I was I came into Creator Marketplace, which is kind of, I won't go into what Creator Marketplace is, but it's one area where there had been some coaches there and they were doing really well, but they were leaving and going on to do other things. One left the company, one stayed in the company, went to another area. So there was lots of sort of change going on and it made, made the whole experience of joining from that perspective it felt a little bit unsafe what what really helped me was showing that there is value in getting stuck into and helping teams and having impact and people seeing that you have impact and just going ah oh, this is this is what agile coaching is about this is what you're there to do is just to help people perform making sure that things are happening in a smooth fashion that's that's generally how i feel like it's not so there's not so much friction going on in how we collaborate or how we work or these new things that we're new processes like OKRs and those sorts of things. We're trying to find a rhythm within our mission for how we work. 
um, I think having coaches around generally helped that. And so having value in those areas just made me feel a lot more safe. I would also say, um, I mean, that's so interesting, Erin. And I mean, you, from my experience of working with you, is that you do add value. And, and sometimes it's just about showing people that, that then people can relax and go, oh, okay, yeah, she's actually useful, going to keep her around. And I, I know that the question of what value do coaches have comes up a lot. My reflection is 20 years ago, we'd always have project managers and people would say, and then there'd be mixed opinions on whether project managers were useless or useful for any particular project. But people got them because it was like, I need my thing delivered. I think it'll have much more chance of being delivered if I put a project manager on it. And now I think that that's sort of how coaches are now. Like you say, make it go smoother, make it go take away the friction, increase the likelihood of success. And I feel like that question of is coaching valuable is always just going to be around. And I think we're just going to get used to having more succinct succinct answers for it, which you've just given me one, so that's great. Yeah, I I feel like it's probably always going to be around as well and having the the right way to describe why we're valuable and the value we can bring is probably good and I probably should have a better answer for why why we're valuable. I generally am not good with the words and more good with the doing of the things to, to show that value. That's generally how I roll. I think you're yeah, pretty good with the words. I wanted to know, because everyone talks about the, the Spotify not model, it's not a model, <laughs> is there any kind of, um, I guess, commonality between how things go? That, that Is there a default? Is there... Um, or is there heaps and heaps of freedom? Um, the words, people generally use the words. We we are in tribes, we are in squads, there's chapters and guilds, but how you run them can be slightly different all over the place. And in terms of, there's lots of different, lots of differences as well. There's certain people that, will say there's no such thing as autonomy anymore. Like we just don't have that, but we can't have that at this scale. Um, But there's some people will say autonomy is an expectation of you as a developer. You're expected to be autonomous. Um, So there's lots of talk around how autonomy fits into this this way of working these days. I can certainly tell you that the videos are, it was it was a snapshot in time and it was, I think it was always aspirational. I don't think they ever got to the amazingness but then when you scale to such a large company, you are going to get pockets and different ways of working in all different areas. And I think people are um, okay to own their different ways of working and come up with their different ways of working in the different sort of, um, well, missions or now business units because we're in business units now. Yeah, and even if it wasn't ever attained, it still seemed for those of us who were still in, you know, quite siloed functional companies it seemed amazing to us and it was yeah you know we have a lot to thank Henrik for those videos I think yeah it was just it was they were so succinct and like just great in explaining what we should all want to attain and what we want to get to and what what they had tried to get to at Spotify in that particular moment in time um if, if only we all had the time to stop and have a beautiful designer do all that sort of thing, we could we might be able to get there in our own ways. I think what it's about is what works for you in the context that you're in. What can you take, not from the Spotify model, but all different models that works for you? You know, that's that's what I like to see is 
what, what works in your context, try something out. If it doesn't work, try something else. That's what I like to see. There's, there's, and there's changes that happen at Spotify as well. Like people talk about the matrix organization and, and the way the chapter leads work. That's kind of changing too. There's a, this model of an engineering manager over a chapter lead. And, and people are really against this idea of having an engineering manager who's, who's responsible for delivery as well. I'm an interim engineering manager at the moment, and it, it really is no different other than the engineers report directly to me and I get to see how they work. Whereas if you're a, a chapter lead of an engineer who's in a different squad or tribe, you're really not that close to how they're working or how they're going. So you can't really be, I, I don't think, coaching them or mentoring, mentoring them in a way that you could when you they report directly to you and you work directly together. Interesting. Yeah, I saw a, a few flavours of that at REA actually from, you know, we want to report to our person who's in our team to we want to report to someone who's outside the team. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't say that I've got evidence that, it, that that one works well over the other. Something that kind of shifts and you've got to keep trying and changing maybe? Yeah, I think I think they can both work well. I don't, I know in, in our context it really comes down to maybe a tribe lead or mission lead and what they feel works or your tribe lead who who wants to work in this particular way where they have an engineering manager who's overlooking a certain area or a work stream that has one or more squads within it. Mm. Uh, that's 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 how it works in my area, but it doesn't always work that in all in all the other areas. And that's the thing about Spotify. There's all these different ways of working. It really depends on where you are mm. and who you're working with. I guess one thing I feel like I'm hearing is that a good, and maybe it's just because I'm talking to you and I know your mind works this way, but it seems like a good a good percentage of effort is put towards the way of working itself. Can you give me the specific examples you mean when you talk about the way of working? Well, just, I mean, so when I talk about the REA thing and, you know, us choosing whether or not people report to people in their team or outside their team, we kind of had sessions where we would talk about that as a topic and then agree to try things um you know as a, as a leadership team we would all arrive at it together is that the kind of thing that happens or is it more organic or is it more dictated uh it's all of those so <laughs> it really depends on what the decision or the thing is there's definitely this feeling that we could we should come together um and create our way of working together uh, in my particular product area within where I work, we definitely, we've just started working together. So it's all of this, how do we work? How do we want to work? What do we want to do? What are the practices we want? Um, and I think it's pretty intentional and there's, you know, everyone has the opportunity to have a say because this is how we are going to work together. It's And there's some things that are also sort of, this is how I work. This is how I like to work, which is my manager likes engineering managers and so that's the why that's why we've gone down that route and i i don't really push back um i don't have huge feelings strong feelings either way but i know there's people in the company that do have strong feelings about you know chapter lead versus engineering manager i like that we try things and we try and learn from them um and that's across the board like we're moving to a different rhythm at spotify going to trimesters versus quarters so that's something we're giving a go. I don't know if it's there forever or it's just something we're trying out. 
I want to ask about culture, just because I got asked a a question about culture uh, recently. (laughs) Is there a feeling that there is a, a, a culture that's common, that's a way of being or that it's understood? There is a... New York people. <laughs> there is there is a little bit of uh, this is how we do it at Spotify, which I kind of like. There was a little bit of that in Invarto, like this is how we work. Um, I think there could be more of it sometimes. But, you know, there's some things that are definitely sort of embedded in the culture because we are a Swedish company. And it is, I think there's a lot around the way we work and gathering input into your ideas at this scale, the actual execution of that can be a little bit annoying with your RFCs. What are they? <laughs> it's, a ref- it's, a, it's a Google Doc, a request for comment, like this is uh-huh. how we think we're going to do this integration and put it out to, to get some comments on it. Um, but that's, I think that's just a, a feature of the size we are. But there's definitely things, this is how we work at, at Spotify. We do fika, we catch up for coffee and cake and we stop and we celebrate and we come together on a regular cadence. We have town halls, we have all hands, we have um, all in offsites. Um, my mission recently, actually was it my mission or my business unit? My mission recently went to upstate New York and we all had a, an overnight stay at this camping place. This is camping, these cabins. But we come together we go over our strategy, are we on track? This is where we're headed. This is where we want to get to make sure everyone is aligned. Those sorts of things, I think there's a huge, there's a huge sort of movement towards making sure everyone understands the strategy and this is, this is where we are and this is where we want to get to. There's, Daniel is always talking about it. Uh, all the mission leads are always talking about it. It might be this time of year because <laughs> we're thinking about next year, but I like it. I like how that happens I like that part of our culture that we're trying to share and be as transparent as possible I think I just want to add we also celebrate things and like have massive parties uh that's that's a fun thing as well because that's the that's the bit that creates the culture too we have intro days so every new person that starts at some point in the first six months is flown to Sweden and you hear from every single leader um top leader in the company. Nicole? Exactly. Wow. Every person. Yeah. That's a big investment, huh? Yes, very big investment. When I was there, there was, in June, there was like 350 people or so that had come from all around the world. It's it's everyone in every single Spotify office around the world. Yeah. Yeah, and then the way you reel them off, it sounds like, like I'm sitting here loving every minute of it. And, and then I'm adding it up in my head, like that is actually a huge investment and I wonder how many companies invest that much in just reinforcing and establishing and growing their culture. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know what the, like if I had to, if we're up against all those other big people, like around here, everyone talks about, I could go to Facebook or work at Facebook if I want to, but they're not like us. They don't have the same mission. They don't have the same culture. They don't have the same ways of working that we do. Um, if you want to go there, go there. But Spotify is different. You choose Spotify for all of these reasons. Does it feel like there's nowhere up to go from here, Erin? <laughs> like, do you feel like 
I no, not necessarily. I suppose I do. I do think. Oh, what's what is what's next in Australia? But it's more for me moving into different areas. Maybe not being an agile coach, and that's sort of something I've been doing at Spotify as well. Like moving into being an engineering manager. It was something I was thinking about even back at Invato days, and it's still something I think about. Like, what is the next thing for me? Where do I go next? Yeah, Australia at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> what? Doing what? I have no idea. Thanks, Erin. That was so, it was great to talk to you and we can't wait to have you back on our shores for a visit. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks. Do you want to say hi to all your fans in Melbourne? <laughs> I don't know about all the fans, but hello, Melbourne. I miss you all and Agile community. You're great. 